Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Now for our story. This morning in his office, Ben Calvert sat tilted back in his swivel chair. There was a stack of papers on his desk. But Ben's frown wasn't caused by worry over work or business. At the moment, his main concern was town gossip, though Ben didn't label it this way. He called it worry over his daughter, Kit. But the former was the basic motivating reason for his upset state of mind. Wakefield had never liked Ben Calvert because of his innate, cold, and ruthless nature. And Ben had spent the last 30-odd years of his life proving to the town that he could do without its esteem. He had traded affection and respect for power, money, and the upper hand. And now his daughter, by her odd behavior, was jeopardizing all that. And the town would say it served the Calverts right. The people of Wakefield would say that Kit was leaving town because her marriage to Sergeant Bill Meade had failed. And Ben was afraid that Wakefield would be right. If he could only get the truth from Kit, if she'd only tell him the real reason why she was going out west, so that he'd know how to protect himself. If it was as he feared, if Bill Meade and Kit were having difficulty because of Peggy Douglas, for Ben Calvert, that was adding insult to injury. For Peggy was Aunt Mary's niece, and Aunt Mary was one of the few people in town whom Ben's money couldn't intimidate, and the only person with whom he had an old, unsettled score. No. Ben Calvert had never forgiven Mary Lane for having refused him those many years ago. If you laughed at Ben Calvert, those were the two going to California. Suddenly, Ben sat up, reached for the phone. He was going to call his daughter when the door of his office opened and Jesse Ward, his secretary, came into the room. Oh, Jesse, will you try to get Kit for me? I'd... Yes, just a moment, Ben. There's someone to see you. Well, who is it? You'd never guess. David Bowman? No, but that's the general category. Oh, for heaven's sakes, Jesse, who is it? Lefty Larkin. <laughs> well, I'll be... Aren't you surprised? Yeah. Funny, I was just thinking about that household out on the Lane Farm. He must want something pretty badly to come here to see me. He does. Did he tell you? Yes. Jesse, let's don't play guessing games. What does he want to see me about? He says he wants to see you about your son-in-law. What? That's what he told me. Oh, he did. Well, that's very interesting. Tell him to come in. Mr. Larkin, won't you come in, please? Thanks. Well, good morning, Larkin. Good morning. Sit down. No, thanks. What I have to say won't take long. Well, just a moment. Jesse, will you close the door, please? Of course, Ben. I'm sorry. Now, what's on your mind, Larkin? Oh, sorry. Will you have a cigarette? No, thanks. Didn't Miss Ward tell you what I wanted to see you about? Yes, uh, she quoted you as saying you wanted to talk to me about my son-in-law. That sounds rather peculiar. This whole thing is peculiar. That's why I'm here. 
<laughs> I thought nothing short of a national emergency would bring you to my office, Larkin. Well, where Peggy's concerned, I don't mind coming. Oh, I see. Peggy's concerned in this, too, eh? You know perfectly well she is. It's rather useless of you to pretend total ignorance. I believe you have some idea what the situation is, Calvert. And I happen to know that you're rather worried about it. So you've come to me. That's right. That is interesting. How do you mean? I appreciate this gesture on your part, Larkin. It's really very decent of you. But I never thought I'd see the time when you or Mary Lane would be at your wit's end. What do you mean by that? I guess little Peggy is a challenge that Mary can't quite meet, eh? She's given you quite a bit of trouble, hasn't she? Why, you... <laughs> you almost had me mad enough that time, Ben, to take a poke at you. It's been so long since I've had dealings with you that I'd forgotten how you operate. That most of your remarks, insulting as they may be, are hardly worth answering. You're quite mistaken. I didn't mean to be insulting. I was only stating what I know to be the truth. If you've come to talk about Peggy and Bill... Let's leave Peggy out of this for a moment. All right. Let's just talk about Bill. And your daughter. What about Kit? Look, do we have to beat around the bush this way? You know what I'm talking about. Do you know why Kit's going to California? Why do you ask? Because I just want to confirm my opinion of Bill Mead. You'd like to know whether Peggy has a chance or not, eh? Quite the contrary. As far as I'm concerned, I'd hope that she'd never have to see Bill again. Why don't you speak to her, then? Now, just a moment, Calvert. If you're insinuating that Peggy... I'm not insinuating anything. It's so obvious it's painful. No girl likes to be jilted, as I suppose Peggy feels she was. It's a natural feminine instinct. You're speaking from your own experience. I don't care what you call it. It's the natural female thing to do. Do what? In Peggy's case, well... Well, how shall I put it? I might as well be blunt. The female thing for her to do is to try to come between Bill and Kit. I'm afraid you've got it wrong, Calvert. Peggy was between Bill and Kit before you ever started to work on that boy. That's beside the point at the moment. I don't hold any brief for Bill Meade, not after the way he's behaved. I'd go to Bill myself, only I've tried that and it doesn't do any good. All I care about at the moment is not having Peggy's life torn up anymore. And I know from past experience to what lengths you'll go to get whatever Kit wants. You've always prided yourself, Calvert, on being able to run things. So I think that now is the time for you to do it. Just what is this charge of yours against Bill? All I know is that he's married and he hasn't any business hanging around Peggy. I could say a lot of other things about him, but that'd be my own opinion. At the moment, that, that's immaterial. It all sounds pretty vague. Just what is it that Bill's done? I see no need to give you the details. All I know is he tried to come into Peggy's life again open a chapter that she had closed. You mean he's been pursuing her? Isn't that a little ridiculous? You're supposed to know something of the world. I realize the aura of sanctity with which you've surrounded Peggy. 
But young people don't always tell you the complete truth. A man doesn't go where he isn't wanted. So if it's true that Bill started anything as you imply, I feel quite sure it's because Peggy must have encouraged him. And that, well, perhaps... Yes, you would think that. And I haven't any hopes of changing your mind. I'm not that stupid, Calvert. I'm only here because I don't trust Bill and I'm going to protect Peggy. <laughs> I don't think she'd appreciate you telling me all this. You're making some pretty nasty implications. But the only reason I'm here to see you is to tell you to keep that son of your law of yours away from Peggy. You got him for Kit. Now keep him for her. Goodbye, Mr. Larkin. Jesse? Yes, then. Have you located Kit? Why, no, I... Well, get her. Get her on that phone or go over to that auto court and find her, but get her right away. Jesse Ward hurried back to her desk. Ben Calvert sat perfectly motionless, except for the fast drumming of his fingers on the arm of his chair. So, that was the way it was going to be, he thought. Aunt Mary and Lefty were saying Bill was chasing Peggy. Ben had made up his mind now. Kit was not going to leave town. He'd find some way to stop her. I don't think you'd be so eager to prevent your daughter's departure if you knew the real reason for it. That she is going out west to have a child. The baby she anticipates with fear. I wonder if you will be able to stop your daughter's plan.